I'm still jazzed on that latte, Me by too. the way. I feel like I want to punch something. I'm buzzing, as they say on Love Island. I'm simply buzzing, mate. <laughs> Just like lost two bars of battery. Hello. Like suddenly. Aliens. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday and welcome back to the Ride Home Podcast. My name is Abby. Hey, guys. It's Caitlin. So we are back at our good old trusty Regal Theater tonight. Get Regal Unlimited, guys. Just do it. We're Just, still not yeah. sponsored. But maybe one day. Maybe one day. Dream big. <laughs> We're currently swindling them out of every free popcorn. Out of house and home. Literally, we haven't paid for a popcorn in months. We really have literal, and we'll continue to not. We'll continue to not pay for popcorn. Thank you, thank you, Regal. We love you, Regal. Listen, they are doing so poorly that they couldn't clean a single toilet. That's true. In that cinema, it's our fault because we're we're swindling them. Oh my god! So tonight we went to go see Bullet Train, which is a action thriller movie that stars Brad Pitt Mm -hmm. and is directed by. Um, David, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, Leitch or Leech, um, who did John Wick mm-hmm. and Deadpool 2 and A Atomic Fast and Furious. Blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Some, it was looked like a, maybe a Fast and so Furious he's, he's special. He's an action man. He's an action guy. Yeah. So obviously first thing is first, Caitlin, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts coming out of the theater? Okay. Three things, three key thoughts. Okay. Coming out of this film. Number one, the soundtrack was so dope. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Number two, the cast was amazing. Correct. Yes. Number three, I think everyone knows that since Elvis came out, I was obsessed with Austin Butler. Mm-hmm. Have been obsessed with Austin Butler ever since that movie. You've been just pining over him. Pining, yeah. Well, folks, I've got a new man. There's a new man in town, baby. There's a new man I'm pining over. Yeah. And his name is Aaron Taylor Johnson. And he had a little mustache. He had a little mustache, which for some reason I love a little mustache. Impressive. He had some gold chains. He had some tattoos. He had like a little slicked back do. Mm -hmm. So I still love Austin Butler, but man Aaron Taylor Johnson can get it I was just about to say though how impressive for Aaron that he was in a movie with Brad Pitt and you are thirsting after him and not Brad I know listen Brad Pitt's always gonna be (laughs) what a king always gonna be a king he's aging like fine freaking wine yes he is also we have the same haircut Brad Pitt and Abby have the same exact haircut, same length, same color, same style, same part, same texture, even <laughs> like yeah. our hair like flips out at the end. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I love Brad Pitt, but um, my heart is just beating hard for Aaron Taylor. Yeah, Johnson. I wonder. I don't actually know if he's really British. Listen, or not. I don't know, but I did have a crush on him at one point in my life. Yeah, you did? And I forgot about him. I've been sleeping on this. Where did he pop up in your previous um, life? Perhaps it was some sort of a period piece. Period piece. Let me consult with IMDb a minute. Yes. Anna Karenina, 
Oh. Why I watched that. Because it wasn't like a blockbuster film. <laughs> by no. any stretch of the imagination. This isn't a Pride and Prejudice. This isn't no. a, a Jane Austen. No. This is Anna Karenina. But I do remember him being in that and thinking he was hot then. But he's aged well also. Yeah. Because that movie is about 10 years old. I, I will agree with you that he looked pretty. And he looked fine. Pretty fine in this movie. So those are my th- my. <laughs> my main thought about the movie is that Aaron Taylor Johnson is hot. <laughs> Your main thought is that you're just sweating I'm, and now Austin I'm Butler thirsting for Aaron Taylor Johnson and I don't like Austin Butler anymore. Can you call Austin and let him down easy? <sighs> Maybe I'll you try. should do it in person. Maybe I probably should. We should invite him over for like a nice dinner. That might go south. <sighs> you might just fall in love again. Probably so. <laughs> Anyways, um, I do have other thoughts yeah, about the film. I, those are my key. I also have thoughts. Um, I will do my thoughts in three pieces as well. Oh, and then okay. we can expand upon it. <gasps> okay. A trifold. Number one, Brad Pitt is one of the most underrated comedic actors of Dude, our time. Yes. He is hysterical. He's so funny. Number two, I think this movie from what I've seen in reviews is very underrated yeah, and is getting some oddly bad reviews. Yes. Number three, with that being said, they absolutely needed to hire a different editor. Mm. Okay. So we'll, we'll okay. go into I'm the, I'm excited to <laughs> yeah. unpack that piece. We can unpack okay. that, but for the most part, I just want to give like as broad of a, synopsis as I can because it was a highly complicated movie. It was quite a complicated and, plot. And I want to say that the most complicated thing about it was that like you go into an action movie thinking that it's going to be really fast dialogue mixed primarily with action sequences mm. and this movie was a ton of dialogue with like peppered in action mm-hmm. basically. And so it's very complex. There's a huge cast. And so it's going to be really difficult to summarize it. But we're just going to say that Brad Pitt's character is a hired um, heist man, I guess you would yeah. say. So he is hired to replace a man who called out sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his mission is, li- is so hysterical. Right? <laughs> just that piece alone is so hysterical right. to me. So his mission is just to find a briefcase that is on a train mm-hmm. and to take it, steal it and take it. And we get a little hint at the beginning that he's kind of sick of this lifestyle mm-hmm. and he has turned a new leaf and he doesn't want any violence. Right. And so he leaves the gun in the locker that he's supposed to pick up. And he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to get this briefcase and we're right. going to call it a day and it'll be an easy job. It's not an easy job. Not an easy job. Because there are five other people who want the briefcase. Mm-hmm. And for wildly different reasons. Yes. And also have really fun names. Yeah. Because <laughs> they all yeah. have code names. Mm-hmm. So we have the wolf. We have ladybug who mm-hmm. is brad pitt which <laughs> right. by the way is the best thing ever yeah. that yeah. his code name is ladybug yes we have lemon and tangerine mm-hmm. we have the elder we have the, the father the prince the prince which is actually a, a girl. girl yeah <laughs> we have the white assassin white death white death yeah white death, white death. but what a great cast 
an incredible cast. It was like, I can't imagine anyone else being in that movie. Right. <laughs> like everyone who was in that movie was supposed to be in that movie. Right. It was like one of the best selected casts I've seen. I will say, I won't say who plays White Death because I think it was supposed to be a surprise because he's mm-hmm. not listed on IMDb. But I was betting a thousand dollars it was going to be Mickey Rourke, <laughs> and when it wasn't Listen. Mickey Rourke, I was like, no. So that I will, I will say Mickey Rourke is the only person that I think should have been in this movie. Yeah, that wasn't. okay, I could see that. I was uh, like a thousand percent sure. There were some also like very funny reveals of other like cast members uh-huh. who were not big. Like they were not main, yeah, they were not main characters at all, but it was just like, oh my God, he's here. Oh my God, what the hell? (laughs) Like they were really funny. There was some really, that was something else that I really appreciated about this movie is the comedy Yeah, and the comedic timing was really good and paced really well. Yeah. And the deliveries of it were amazing. Were so good. I personally thought going into the movie that it was going to be more on the side of action. Me like too. You, like yeah. the trailers are insane. Right, right. Which is like what brought us into the theater. And so at the beginning, when it was so dialogue heavy, for a split second, I hated it. Because I was like, okay. this is not the movie I paid for. Sure. Actually, Regal paid for it. Love you, Regal. Right. <laughs> you know, I felt like I was a little bit conned. Sure. And as the movie continued, I thought, you know what? Like, just let it go mm-hmm. like this isn't the genre that you thought it was gonna be and mm-hmm. that's fine just enjoy it for what it is and I a hundred percent enjoyed the rest of the movie I was actually very confused at the beginning of the movie and I almost checked like our regal app to see if we were in the wrong movie uh-huh <laughs> because just like the way it started I was like also there were no trailers tonight did you notice <gasps> that Wait a second. So like the whole beginning part so you thought of maybe us it was being a in the movie theater was very confusing yeah. and disorienting <laughs> for me <laughs> because it was you like scared. we always get there in time to see the trailers. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't notice that. And I thought it was weird. And then the movie kind of started and the movie was like not what I expected it to be be and there were two grown men watching like minion videos behind (laughs) us like on full volume (laughs) 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 who also compared bullet train to uncharted at the end of the movie they're like hey man what did you think was better uncharted or bullet train (laughs) i was like man Uh, not even the same thing (laughs) so anyways the beginning i will agree with you was a little bit disorienting because it was like Wait, is this where's Brad Pitt? Right, like right. what's happening? And, and then, then he it was showed like, up in his little yeah, bucket hat. Yeah, and then he showed up in his bucket okay. hat, and I do love him in a bucket hat and glasses. Like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I would agree with you. And it was kind of like, wait, is this like the same movie? Like it was right. a little bit weird, right, of a start. But like you said, once it got going, it connected it, and I didn't feel like that. You know, thirty minutes into the movie, no. I was like, oh, I get. I see where they're going with this. But once you kind of sit back and just take it for what it was. Yes. Um, I'm very shocked at how low the tomato meter is. I think it should be much higher. I would give it like in the 80s. Yeah. Honestly. You're revealing your cards a little bit early there. You're writing <sighs> it early in the pod. I mean, I'm excited about this movie. No, I know. I, I really s- liked it. So I agree. I thought that. I agree with you that you need to suspend any belief that you're seeing anything realistic. So, for example, in the very first, like, ten minutes of the movie, two characters are sitting on this train. And they are 
actively talking to another character about how many people they have killed. Mm -hmm. And there are 25 people in the car around them. (laughs) And no one else is speaking. And they're screaming this. They're like, no, mate, it's 17 (laughs) fucking kills, mate. Like, yeah. So you need to just like. You have to suspend reality. Yeah. And they're getting into full blown fist fights and nobody ever catches them. There's nobody who's like. You know what's funny? I never really even paid attention to that. Right? <laughs> like, I'm one of the people on the train who's yeah, not paying who's attention just, like, to like, letting them. it go. Except for the Karen. There is a Karen Yeah, on there the was train. a Karen. But, you know, I feel like that was kind of part of the charm of this movie. Yeah. Like, the fact that there was no one else interacting with them. Like, it was, like, playing right. out. Like, the action pieces especially right. played out. Like, there was nobody else there. Yeah. And it was just the cast of characters you know, fighting over this right. briefcase or whatever. Speaking of the cast, Bad Bunny showed up. Yeah, what an interesting choice. I'd be interested to see more from him, actually. Like, yeah. I didn't mind. I, I mean, he was nice to look at on screen, too. He was definitely nice to look at. Good-looking cast in general. Yeah. Is David gay? I don't know. Because, like, he picked a lot of handsome, hunky men. <laughs> or maybe David he's appealing. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's just appealing to the women. I don't know. Audiences. Those are some guy crush kind of guys, too. Sure. Where they're like, oh, man, like, you know, if I could be anybody. But no, it, you really yeah. want to bring Brad Pitt. It's okay, man. Like, it's, we all do. Let it go. It's okay. We're all a little bi. This is a safe space for you to love Brad Pitt. We're just more bi than everybody else. Than most. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So we get to enjoy all movies. <laughs> Every movie is for us. Yeah, yeah I thought um, the cast was just spectacular across the board. I have no complaints there. They all had amazing performances. And even though the plot got a little bit complex, I thought it was really easy to follow. Yes. Because a lot of other action movies, they do lean so heavily into the spectacle and the action mm-hmm. that the dialogue is so short that like they make a call and they're like Johnson yeah the package okay and you're like what the <laughs> fuck is the package you that's know what, what I, I mean? was gonna say a lot of action movies try to make things almost too cryptic yes so it's like tonight we're gonna unlock the safe in the precinct of the da 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 and it's right. like all these like made up things that you're like wait what are they saying right. like right and it didn't do that at all no. like this was very spelled out yeah which was probably why i loved it so much <laughs> right <laughs> because usually when we watch an action movie or like anything to do with politics i have to have subtitles and yeah. this movie i did not need subtitles at all yeah. i followed it because they really uh, they told the story kind of to the audience yeah but it was like they were telling it to the people in the movie right like to you know the other characters but like we got to hear the story too which was right. kind of cool yeah i think going back to my three things my biggest complaint about the movie is unfortunately the editing and also a little bit the vfx okay um specifically the end scene which i won't talk about um yeah looked very off for some yeah. reason like almost like they like pieced it together last, last minute, minute. Mm-hmm. for the most part i wasn't like sitting there thinking like oh my god like th- this sucks that's like the, mm-hmm. you know I wasn't like so obsessed with the editing not being great but I think like if maybe the editor of like Elvis mm. was on this movie or mm-hmm. the editor of like like a graphic novel style movie like okay. Sin City or something okay. like that 
because at the beginning it tried to be like that with mm-hmm. the the name cards that would come in mm-hmm. for their code names mm-hmm. and i was like oh cool this is going to be like graphic novel style it's right. going to be and it just never got there okay the dialogue scenes although the cast was able to carry them so well mm-hmm. and they still worked because they were a funny b interesting and c well acted i think the issue for me was Every single, every piece of dialogue was just a a chest up bust shot. Yeah. And, and just two shots, like just the one person and then the other person. Yeah. You know, I did notice that. And I noticed it at the beginning because it was almost as if they were breaking the fourth wall, which is interesting. And I was like, wait, we're just going to only do this the Uh whole time. Like we're not going to have like a side of both of them. I understand you're shooting... In like confined spaces, confined spaces. Obviously, it's not a real train, and mm-hmm. I'm sure they had a set. But you know, they were trying to make it feel tight, and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you are in a confined space, and I understand that. But you still can like do some close-ups. You can have some over the shoulder. You can mm-hmm. have some low angles. You can have like a big wide shot of the train, yeah. and like make it. And I thought that the other aspect of the editing that struggled was the transitions between Mm -hmm. scenes Mm -hmm. felt really stale Mm -hmm. and if they had just snazzed it up a little bit honestly this would have been and I'm gonna say this my favorite movie this year whoa but it's not because they really failed miserably at the connective pieces Mm -hmm. and it was more like I love this movie for its potential, but I can't say that it was your amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I do kind of have to agree with you on that, which sucks because you're right. If that had happened, so much like potential. each individual piece was so good. Yeah. That like if they had just been connected together more cohesively mm-hmm. and more interestingly, I think it really. Right. It, it would have been up there for me as well. For sure. I still think that it's highly underrated based on really, the reviews that we really saw. Underrated. Um, but the, it it could have been so much better. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely think, like you said, the potential of this movie astronomical. is insane. <laughs> and it's such a cool idea. I saw in the credits that it was based on a book. Oh, okay. Which kind of makes sense because I feel like there's other movies out there mm-hmm. that are kind of like, you know, crazy shit goes down on a train. I know there's strangers right. on a train, which I'm pretty sure is Hitchcock. Don't quote me. Don't come for me on that. And then there's like murder on the Orient, Orient Express. Express. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like not like a new concept, which that's okay because this was such a complex story that mm-hmm. like it felt like a new concept almost. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think that as long as you don't go into it thinking that you're going to see anything realistic, which right. one of like the biggest things I've seen recently against the gray man, which we both very much enjoyed mm-hmm. was like, Oh, it's so unrealistic. And it's so like, they're just like, it's too funny and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, there is a genre currently, which is action comedy. Yeah. And I don't know why people are like, I need to see Die Hard every time I go to a movie, you know, or like, like, why can't there be humor? Right. Here's the thing, everyone. The people of America. Oh, please listen. President Mutchler is speaking. President Mutchler. I'm going to just get on my soapbox for a second. The past few years have been so shitty that like, 
why can't we just have this? Why can't we just have movies that are uh-huh. fun and, and imaginative and creative yeah. and explore and meld different genres together that we're not used to seeing together. Mm-hmm. Like it's really not that serious right. guys. <laughs> like it's okay to not take things so seriously all right. the time. Right. I've always loved action movies ever since I was like, which oh. is hilarious because anyone who knows you would be like, wait, would never Caitlin guess that about me. Action I movies. love <laughs> action movies and I'm going to do a shout out to my best friend Bernadette. I know she listens me and her have always gone to the movies together mm-hmm. and seen action movies. She's part of the reason why I love action movies. Yeah. And I am so happy that we have taken a little bit of a turn into this niche of action comedy. A cat. A black cat. Where? Next to us. Where? I don't Walking see in the it. parking lot. <gasps> I don't see it. A baby. A tiny baby? Where? Oh, I see it now. Oh. Hi, handsome. Love you, baby. He has a little fluffy tail. He looks healthy. Okay. Okay, anyways. Anyways, I'm very excited about action and comedy being together because I'm a person who loves to laugh and I Mm -hmm. love to joke around. And I am also a person who can tend to take things very seriously. Right. So for (laughs) me to sit here and say it's not that serious. Right is kind of a big deal because Mm -hmm. I really do appreciate action movies for what they are. But an action movie with the comedy, especially like dry humor. Yeah. Like we saw in the gray man and Mm -hmm. like we saw tonight in bullet train. Like that's just my shit. Like I just love that. It's great. And I think, you know, obviously like comedy and action have gone together like peanut butter and jelly since comic book era. Sure. But I think in the 90s and the 2000s, we leaned so heavily into like Jack Ryan and Jason mm-hmm. Bourne and um, even darker superhero movies like the Christopher Nolan Batman right. that it's like hard for people to like come out of that a little bit. And mm-hmm. I feel like now that we're going into this like escapism far dramatic, mm-hmm. far fetched, like a plot that would never happen. Characters right. that would never exist. <laughs> right. But like that's the fun. That's the fun. And I had so much fun. I had a blast. Some movies are movies and some movies are films. Yeah, of course. And when you you see a film, there's obviously going to be a lot to analyze there. You can be a little more critical than Mm -hmm. normal. You can kind of analyze it almost like a a piece of art. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) This is a movie, man. This is just a straight up movie. This is just fun and and it's for entertainment. It's to escape your life Mm -hmm. and go sit in a dark theater eat some amazing popcorn oh my by god the, way. the best popcorn we've ever had ever i just i just i really suggest seeing this movie um you don't have to run to a theater i think it's a perfectly watchable yeah, movie watch at, at home. home um it's not something just turn that's it crazy up real loud. yeah but i'm gonna give it a large i even with the editing issues um it's like a large popcorn in the sense of i know we're running our tournament bracket right now of teen girl movies where like, you know, my favorite is on the list, Freaky Friday. Sure, it's mm-hmm. not a perfect movie. No. And sure, it's cheesy and it's weird and all of that. But it's still a large popcorn for me. Right. And so I think that's what this movie is for me. Is it's just like the experience of it was just, it made me so happy mm-hmm. that I can't like. You can't not give it a large. Yeah. It's a large for me as well. And no doubt about it. Yeah. And I can, like, if I was just going off of my head and, like, if I was reviewing it, I would agree with you what you were saying before. It's like, it's something in the 80s. It's not outstanding. Right. 
and it should technically be a medium, but my heart, mm-hmm. <laughs> my my reaction is right. leaning towards a large popcorn. And I do think that this is going to be a movie that you and I throw on oh, every once yeah. in a while, just when we need like, like on a, a Sunday good time. afternoon. For yeah. Sure. Oh, absolutely. It's a Sunday afternoon kind of movie. It's definitely a large popcorn for me. It's yeah. It's not a perfect movie. We're not going to sit here and say that, but we're not going to nominate it for any Oscars. No, not, not one. Not honestly a <laughs> single one, um, except Oscar for the hottest person Oscar this year for, in a movie Zaddy Aaron. Zaddy Aaron Taylor Johnson. Take a deep breath. <laughs> he gets the Oscar for me. So all that being said, definitely check it out when you get the chance. If mm-hmm. if action is your thing, if comedy is your thing. And if it's not, it's not. That's that's, that's okay. fine. If your method of escape is you know, rom-com or whatever it is. Um, one of my favorite genres, period, and actually my favorite genre, period, is horror. Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited because we're going to do our first streaming episode. Um, we will mm-hmm. not be at the theater next week. We are going to stream the new Peacock horror movie, They Them, which is yeah. a gay conversion camp slasher movie, which <laughs> what? crazy i already know that i'm gonna be biased about this because like it's just it's niche it's niche it's for niche me for you so i'm very excited to see that um next week but i hope you guys enjoy your weekend and do something fun thanks for joining us on the ride home